This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. It's game seven of the NLCS. And man, have the Phillies led us astray multiple times. And we've had this discussion just a little bit already. But Mm -hmm. what do you do with these type of teams? The teams that when you want to trust them, they just fall flat on their faces. And then the second that you don't bet on them, because that's what I feel like tonight. I feel like this is going to be like the first night that I take off betting the Phillies. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to drag the floor with the Diamondbacks just because Mm -hmm. I didn't bet on them. Do you get that feeling about the Phillies? I I just feel like they have to win tonight, don't they? They don't have to. I mean, they don't have to. It's a game seven. Anything can happen. God, this is the way I feel. I feel like it would be a real shame. I'm not a Phillies guy, but I feel like it would be a real shame after the run that they've had not to make the World Series. And then it would be, hey, good on the D-backs, right? They found a way to get it done. No one has thought that they would get this far in the first place. Then they make it to the Fall Classic. I just feel like the Phillies, God, they have to win. They don't have to, because I'm sure people said that in the last game against the Dodgers. Don't Mm -hmm. the Dodgers have to win here? Well, they don't have to. We saw how that panned out. Um, So I think it's going to be a stay away from me when it comes to a side, because I think sometimes you need to have some self-awareness on like your weaknesses. If something's not working out for you betting wise, don't bet on it. Like I'm like that with college football. I know it's not my best sport. So I try to keep it pretty tight when it comes to betting on college football. If I'm going to play something, it's only going to be a couple of picks. So I think that goes into the mix here is that I have been wrong on the Phillies in multiple games. And plus, it just feels like their offense isn't super dependable. Feels like they're either hitting back-to-back home runs, uh, back-to-back-to-back home runs, or they're not scoring like any runs. Like they'll score one run, which is a damn shame with all of the power bats that they have in that lineup. So I think it's going to be, like I said, I am not picking a side in this game. But there are, of course, a multitude of ways that you can bet on this game. So I think what I have to do is just dig deep enough and try to find something that's a little bit more in the weeds to where I don't have to pick a side. But if you do want to bet on this one, uh, we've got the D-backs plus 140 on the money line, Phillies minus 165 at home, and a total of eight and a half runs. Pitching matchup tonight, we've got Brandon Fott, who was uh, excellent in his first game in this series Zero and zero record though with a 213 ERA. Ranger Suarez also great in his first start of this series. Uh, he's one and zero with a 0.64 ERA. So Jenks, are you playing a side here? No, I am going to play the under. I do want to say this though. Right now the Phillies are minus 175 at BetMGM, so we've seen some money coming on Philly. But here's the thing I noticed. I, I noticed a bit of a discrepancy. If you really want to bet Phillies on the money line. You can also look into the numbers or look into the website at BetMGM. You can get the Phillies to win the National League at minus 165, which is the same thing. So if you're looking for a bit of a better price, not saying that maybe you want to lay that much juice, that's a different way to play it where you're reducing some of the juice there. It's still too expensive for me. What I would do is I I would bet the under here. I might bet it up to nine and lay the juice on the under. I just don't think we're going to see a – a high scoring game like we saw last night between the Astros and the Rangers. And I have to, I have to be a little contrite here because I, for a while I was fading Brandon fought for a long time. 
And then he got sent down to AAA, and he has been a different pitcher since he has come back up to the major league. So he was awesome, has been great in his last, what, three or four outings. He's allowed three runs or less in each of his last four appearances. So then you look at Ranger Suarez. He makes me a little bit nervous, but he's allowed one run or less in each of his last three appearances. But we know how this works, Chelsea. It's a game seven. All of these guys are going to be on a very short leash. The Phillies' bats went a little cold last night. I still like the Phillies to win. I don't want to lay that sort of juice, but I do think the under is the right side here, or at least the right play for me on the total. I think that would be my initial lean because we've kind of seen it in this series where one side goes cold and the other one like is not putting up monster numbers, uh, even though the Phillies definitely can. Uh, the games that we have seen go over the total, it's usually been because of the Phillies bats. But most of these games mm-hmm. have been relatively low scoring. I think that would be the case. We'll see a shorter leash. And I think you can point to the game between the Rangers and the Astros and say, well, that was game seven. Uh, those teams have been tearing the cover off the ball the entire ser- series. That has been over series to a T. I think mm-hmm. one thing you do have to realize is that it is tougher for these pitchers to face the same lineup within the span of like a week and produce the same type of results. So I don't yeah. think that Brandon Fah and Ranger Suarez will be quite as dominant but they don't necessarily have to. If you have a total of nine, you're sitting, uh, you're playing with nine runs here. Even if they don't go five and a third shutout like Ranger Suarez did the first time around, uh, I think that we still have a relatively low scoring game. So I think I would either do that or look at a first five under. Jenks, do you like that better? Uh, so you don't have to once oh, again man. lose a bet at the hands of Craig Kimbrell. <laughs> I. It- isn't Craig Kimbrell going to be held out of this game? Or didn't Rob Thompson say he's he going be. to give Craig Kimbrell? Yes, he should be held out of baseball for the rest of the year. Because that's twice now I've watched him give up leads. I, God. But then again, in a situation like this, when you need everyone, do you think maybe he plays? I think we're going to see a lot of pitchers. That's I don't think that's some sort of hot take. That generally happens in game seven, unless someone is absolutely rolling here. Do you think there's a possibility we could actually see him in this game? I don't think so, because one thing we saw in Game 7 last night was doing the Rangers and the Astros. These teams are not afraid to throw out their best starting pitchers. So I think before they go to Craig Kimbrell, and I'm you know crossing my fingers here, they'll maybe go to the pen, and it mm-hmm. feels like all hands are on deck. Like I don't think we'll see Aaron Nola, but maybe there's a chance we see, I don't know, Zach Wheeler. Like, I don't know how many yeah. days he is on rest, but like you've got to remember, the season is on the line here. They're going to throw their best pitchers, regardless of it being a starter or reliever. So I would think that, because here's the thing, like, can you imagine them losing this game at the hands of Craig Kimbrell and the pitchforks that would be out for Rob Thompson? Like, I just don't (laughs) see it happening. Uh, So I don't think that he will pitch tonight. Uh, He did pitch uh, some garbage innings when they were already losing was that game last night or the night before? Everything is a haze to me. But he pitched last game for the mm-hmm. Phillies, and that was a game that they were already losing, so they didn't use him as like their high-leverage guy. So uh, maybe he doesn't pitch in this one. But I was just looking at the number for the first five under. It's four and a half. I think that's a no play for me because I think you only play it if you can get a five at a palatable yeah. price. It's minus 190, so I don't think that's uh, a go for me. But maybe you can look at some other ways to bet on this game. I was looking at some of the pitcher props, and again, both of these pitchers were rock solid the first time around. 
But I do think at least one of these pitchers is going to give up some runs. So the earned runs prop for both of these pitchers is one and a half. I say either Brandon Font or Ranger Suarez hits this number because I think it's probably more likely that Brandon Font gets it because I think yeah. they'll let him ride until he gives up two runs. Uh, Cause that's the thing. One and a half is such a low number that even if he pitches a good game, you can still hit this earned runs prop. So I think you look at these teams and which team trusts their bullpen less. And I would say it's probably the dime back. So maybe I'll hit the over for Brandon Fott over one and a half earned runs for minus 135. Ooh, I think I like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm not good at playing these earned run props. And I feel like you've been exceptional at doing that. I'm so basic. I'm like, oh, I like the under. I like the money line here. But that's one of the smart things you can do with baseball that you're very effective at, which is going and saying, let's find a different way to play this. And that way, you're not laying so much juice on the line or you're not laying so much minus money and you can find just different ways to either fade or back someone. So yeah, I like that quite a bit. That or you could go the other way. If you think Ranger Suarez gives up uh, some runs here, his uh, earned runs prop is set at the same. It's one and a half, but the juice is a little less. You're paying only minus 110 for the over. It's actually juiced to the under. But again, I think if Ranger Suarez uh, is dealing, they keep him in long enough to surrender mm -hmm. at least to earned runs. So I think both of those are pretty solid plays. Is there anything else that you think may be an X factor here? Like, I'm going to say this. I think the bottom line is, do the mm -hmm. Phillies bats come to play in this one? Because when they are at their best, it doesn't seem to matter the starting pitcher. It doesn't seem to matter the mm -hmm. closer, whoever. This team's lineup is talented enough to get hits off just about any pitcher. We just yeah. don't see it on a nightly basis. Like, I yes. feel like Kyle Schwarber is like the calling card of the Phillies. He's either going to go like 0 for 5 or he's going to hit two, <laughs> right. two home runs. Like, he's not a for average hitter, but when he hits, he can completely change the complexion of a game. So uh, I don't remember what I was asking. Oh, yeah, the X factor in this game. Is there anything else you think people should know? Well, I, what I would say is I don't, and this is not really the do theory, but when you talk about those Phillies bats, right, and you talk about Schwarber, mm -hmm. and you talk about Turner, and you talk about Harper, they went 0 for 9 last night. Nick Castellanos is, is 1 for, what, 20? in this series but look at those those three guys do i really think because they're so talented there's a possibility of them going 0 for 9 again no i don't and i understand a team can get cold but it feels like to me the phillies are just too talented top to bottom in that lineup for them to go cold again and also you talk about a a home field advantage and i know we've discussed it a lot on this show it will be a factor here. i don't know how you necessarily quantify that but philadelphia Game seven, it's going to have a tangible effect in this game as well. So those are things that when you talk about, well, I think these hitters are too good to, to go hitless again or a home field advantage. You can't necessarily quantify those things, but they are things I think that work in Philly's favor. Oh, for sure. If you have a game seven in Philly and you have home field advantage, like clearly that's a big advantage yeah. in your favor. But I think the X factor for me is Zach Wheeler. Because if you're talking about arms coming out of the pen, he mm -hmm. is the best pitcher in this series. So, yes, the Dimebacks should have who Zach Allen coming out of the pen. Yeah. But I think Zach Wheeler is probably the X factor that maybe in a regular season game you wouldn't see this happen. But because game sevens, it's all hands on deck, maybe Zach Wheeler is the way that the Phillies shut down the Dimebacks bats tonight. 
uh, and they secure a win. But again, I think it all hinges on the the bats of the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, usually before game seven, I think it's a good time to regroup and say, okay, is there any value taking this team before game seven if you think they come out of this series. So let's look at the World Series odds right now. Right now, the Phillies plus 210 to win the World Series. Arizona plus 450 over at BetMGM to win the World Series. And then, of course, the Rangers have already punched their ticket. They're minus 135 to win the World Series. I think the question you ask is, if the Phillies win this game, do you think they will be favorites to win the World Series? Oh, man. God, I don't know. I'm going to say... No, I'm going to say the Rangers might be slight favorites just because of them taking down the Astros the way that they did. The fact that they're road warriors and the fact that I think they have a slight pitching. Well, I don't know. That's a, this, is, this is a very difficult question. I honestly don't know the answer. I would say just based on my gut that the Rangers would be small favorites as a series winner. Do you agree? Disagree? I I, one thing I'm not good at is setting lines, but and maybe this is just recency bias after what we saw from Texas, but with the way they're swinging their bats right now, with the way their rotation looks, I would lean Texas as being the favorite. I think they should be, but doesn't it feel like the Phillies are kind of a team that gets a lot of love in the betting market? Oh, yeah. Because maybe because Philly is a big city and maybe because sports betting is legal there. But I would not be shocked. Say, best case scenario, the Phillies have a commanding win tonight. Like, I think that's the mm-hmm. better question. If you think the Phillies win in, like, dominating fashion tonight, then do you think they're World Series favorite, favorites? Uh, I don't think so. Just, I, I think that, well, let me, let me backtrack a sec. I think you hit the nail on the head, which is I believe the Rangers should be slight favorites. I did not expect the D-backs to take the Phillies to – seven games but i also believe the betting market kind of wants the phillies to win i think that the betting market will know that money will come in on the phillies if they make it to the world series so they might juice those prices just a little bit so because of that it would not stun me at all if philadelphia ends up being the favorite if i'm looking at this series objectively though i think texas should be a slight favorite with the way that they're playing I think so as well. Uh, So usually I think my overall thought process in that is like, if you think there's value on one side, but I'm looking at these Mm -hmm. odds and I feel like there's not really a play for me right now. Obviously if if you think Arizona comes out of the series, maybe that's something you play, but right now I don't think I want to go against the Texas Rangers, but regardless I am buckled in. I've grabbed my popcorn and I am ready (laughs) for a great end to the postseason and one that does not include the Houston Astros. Thank God. Is anybody (laughs) else relieved? Yes. Everyone outside of Houston (laughs) is relieved. Every single person I talk to says the same exact thing. At least it's not the Astros. At least it's not the Astros. Every single time. Yeah. So now no matter who wins the World Series, I'm cool with it. At least I don't have to root against the Astros in the October Classic. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.